Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The information's there somewhere. I can feel it. But I can't quite get at it. Forget that. What the hell's wrong with them? Nothing. Um, you know, nothing really wrong. You know, he's, uh, he's a little special. He's fine. He'll be all right. Yeah, he's special, all right. Doug, see, what we did was we made a copy from two. And you know how sometimes you make a copy of a copy, it's not quite as sharp as, well, the original. Well, that's kind of what happened. Welcome to TrackCast, the Klingon Podcast. This is where we discuss everything Klingon, from Batlas to Kalis to Stovokor, right here on TrekCast, the Klingon Podcast. All right, welcome to TrekCast. I am Chad Walden. With me as always is Dan Reyes. We are missing the third leg, the trifecta of the show, Dan Lombardo, yet again. Uh, he's not a casualty of the coronavirus, but... <laughs> but uh, you well, know, he's working with the uh, Space Force Medical. He is working with Space Force Medical. It is uh, ever-changing at this point. Things seem to mm-hmm. be moving at a very fast clip since Friday when Trump announced the uh, national emergency. Yeah. Uh, I myself am supposed to fly out tonight to Chicago, O'Hare International Airport, of all oh. places, uh, and then drive your north. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then drive north to uh, Wascogee or Wascogee. I don't know how to pronounce it. Somewhere outside of Milwaukee mm-hmm. uh, for training this week. And uh, apparently uh, that's changed, maybe, kind of, sort of. I'm texting with my boss right now as we speak, and thankfully I haven't booked my hotels up there around Milwaukee because as I fly in, I might just go to the main one of the main offices in the area for, for Hexagon uh, in Elgin. So who knows where I'm going to go. One way or the other, I'm on a flight. <laughs> so, Good luck, man. Yeah, yeah. And I looked at my flight earlier today. And oh yeah, this is the most unpredictable Star Trek podcast. <laughs> so this is travel cast. <laughs> this is travel cast. It's going to be travel slash food cast slash uh, pandemic oh, yeah. uh, broadcast uh, coming to you live. And, everything um, is pandemic cast right now. Everything is pandemic cast. I know everybody's tired of hearing about it. I mean, you see it all over Facebook at this point, where people are like, "Hey, thanks for the fifty million different emails about how everybody's handling the coronavirus." Thank mm-hmm. you. I, I needed to know how uh, Trader Joe's was handling. Uh, <laughs> I needed well, whatever. To know. Yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, so anyway, it's going to be interesting. I looked at my flight, and there's 10 people on the flight. It's a big plane. Oh, nice. The city of Chicago is something that happens like six times in the afternoon on a Sunday, every, both ways, every right. every Sunday, you know. And there's only two flights now, and at the one flight, it's a pretty good-sized plane, has about a, a 100 seats on it. Uh, there's 10 yeah. of us. <laughs> so 
I'm going to sit as far away from everybody as possible. <laughs> I was going to say, you get your own row at least. I will be the, yeah, exactly. I'll be the last one that gets on that plane and I will pick my seat away from everybody else. I don't care what, uh, what they've assigned me to. I'm not sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> See, so. I would be a dick and be like, Hey, can I sit in the, in the middle? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> somebody. Just find, yeah. Find the one person who's sitting in the aisle, not next to a window and say, I'm going to get in there. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's how, that's my seat, sir. <laughs> yeah. Or someone that's in the window and I'll just go sit in the aisle and totally block them in. You can't exactly. get Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. You can't get past me. See, I'm getting live updates as we talk right now. So who knows what the. What... Yeah. So it's been kind of nuts over here. Um, they just emailed out uh, in my area that they're shutting down the schools. So that was the big uh, topic of conversation at my sister's birthday party yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And they're shutting them down, um, I guess, for like a month. Like until April something. I don't know. Huh. I don't have kids. So whatever. But I guess that also correlates with uh, spring break over here. Yeah, so, so same thing happened here. Yeah, kind of. I mean, as of right now, uh, spring break for the the kids was you know Friday was was their last day until spring break's over, and this whole next week was going to be spring break. And uh, it seems like everybody in the district and LSR seven is a huge district. I, I don't even know how many kids there are, but there's mm-hmm. there's got to be like six high schools and seven or eight junior highs and 40 some odd elementaries that are part of the whole district itself. Right. And, uh, at any rate, um, this week is supposed to be spring break and it seems like everybody was starting to prepare for distance learning after spring mm-hmm. break was over. So everybody in the whole district, every kid, uh, has, uh, Chromebooks. Did so, you hear about the, uh, the, the, what the kids are doing in, in China with distance learning? No. So uh, apparently like there's an app that they had to download so that they can still do school. And so the kids got it in their heads that if they go give the app terrible reviews on iTunes, they could uh, get it kicked off the ice store. And that's what they tried (laughs) to do. So this app went from like four stars to like one star in a day. Oh, geez. That's funny. That's smart. (laughs) Leave it to the kids. They'll always find a way to do something like that. Yeah. Well, it's human nature. It is. It is. So I don't want to work. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, we should get started with the news. Attention all hands. It's time for Star Trek news. I guess so. We should, shouldn't we? We've got a lot to talk about, really. Yeah. So we'll try to entertain you with some Star Trek stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Something up and fun, you know? Yeah, just whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And we got the... uh, (laughs) Snack Madness still, since now there's no March Madness. This is your only sports game down in town. Exactly. This is the only bracket you can fill out, and it's a good one to munch, too. So Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. Order your so groceries right online, home. have them delivered, and make all these delicious snacks. Exactly. <laughs> all right, so our first news story comes to us from Bounding Into Comics. So take this with a massive grain of salt. <laughs> massive grain of salt. Uh, rumor. Captain Pike series... In the pipeline at CBS. Yeah. Uh, so, so this rumor comes from actually Giant Freaking Robot, which is another website. And it also comes from uh, the world's worst rumor website, wegotthiscovered.com. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're saying that uh, there's several sources saying that a Captain Pike series is coming down the road with Anson Mound and Ethan Peck and Rebecca Romaine. And it's going to be their five-year mission before Kirk and all that. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see it. 
I think it would be fun. I don't want more singing Spock, I'll tell you that. Um, you, you could argue that the uh, short treks were were the um, were the backdoor pilot for this. So we'll see. Uh, but I depends I on how get... how well those did. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously CBS has numbers to see how well those did and how many downloads they got versus all their other short treks, and I'm sure they were the most popular of all of them. Yeah, what I'm wondering is, did people watch them all the way through? Because I could see people yeah. starting them and getting excited and then not watching them. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So speaking of Star Trek success, our next news story comes from CB, uh, uh, CNN Business. And they're saying that right now, uh, Viacom is a huge success because of Star Trek. Their streaming yep. service, the CBS All Access... It's just a, a story talking about like how good it's doing, um, how that Star Trek is the perfect franchise for this because it's continually growing and changing, yep. and, and it's perfect for a streaming service. It's a huge and, catalog. I mean, there's just so much yeah. there. I mean, and there's so much you can do with it. It is perfect for streaming from the standpoint of being able to put something out there, watch how well it's doing, make your changes as need be. Uh, right. to keep it going and growing. You're right. It, it is perfect. And it also goes to the point, too, that um, it's amazing that you've got Netflix, you've got Prime Video, you've got Hulu, and the late entry of Disney+, Plus, which is doing mm -hmm. pretty well, even though there's, like, okay, after, like, the first month, like, what else am I going to watch on here? <laughs> oh, apparently Frozen 2. They just released it early because of Corona. Uh, well, it's not on Disney+. Plus. You can get it uh, on iTunes and buy it. Uh, no, no, no. They, they announced yesterday that it should be up today. Oh, today as of Sunday? Because yeah. I looked yeah, Friday. I, I saw that announcement. I was like, oh, cool. Let's go look. And then I was like, no, it's there to buy, but it's not It's not there just to watch on Disney+. Plus. So things like that that they can do with Disney, that, that's going to make that a powerhouse. But um, eventually and, when there's more and stuff And there's also there. a rumor that they may do, now that they're talking about the, uh, maybe doing the uh, Black Widow movie on Disney+, Plus, because can't really go to movie theaters right now. And yeah. the MCU yeah. is so specific on timelines that... If they delay Black Widow, they have to delay everything else. Yeah. This could be the uh, next nail in the coffin for theaters. Yeah. And streaming movies like this directly to your platform. And, yeah. you know, I mean, I don't I know. Mean, if they it's, want to bump up their subscribers overnight, that's what you do. That is exactly. Because it's six bucks for crying out loud. I mean, mm -hmm. four of you watch a movie at home because you're paying six bucks a month versus four of you going to the theaters, $35, and then you buy the popcorn. Right. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, man, this, talk about things changing super fast. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, we'll see. Um, so, yeah. So, Discovery and, and Picard are massive failure. And, of course, CBS All Access is upset. Yeah. And that's the other thing I saw, too, this week that um, a lot of people on the, on the stock market, obviously, is in, in the Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But everybody uh, who's, who's watching stocks, is talking about how CBS Viacom is a huge buy right now. It is a shock that they have. I mean, it's not a shock to us because we love Trek, obviously, but it's a shock overall that just all of their streaming platform stuff uh, on CBS and Showtime, because Showtime is part of that, uh, has done so well. They've doubled their subscribers year over year. Uh, yeah. Amidst all the other platforms you have out there, amidst all the other things that, that they're competing against, they've managed to stake a pretty a pretty sizable account uh, base already. 
uh, and well, not be the huge name of Disney Plus and not be Netflix and not be Prime, you know. So we'll have to see. Uh, I mean, NBC is trying to rush their Peacock streaming service out, which that's the dumbest name ever. I mean, someone in marketing needs to just be taken out and beaten with a stick. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll see if they're a success as well. I just don't see NBC having the same kind of catalog that CBS has got in mind. But who knows? Right. So... We'll see. Where does that leave ABC? Well, ABC's Disney, so I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just with those they're guys. fine. They're yeah, fine. I think I think they're fine. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, our next news story comes from Space.com. Star Trek shields up. U.S. lawmakers advise using Vulcan greeting to avoid <laughs> Corona exposure. Uh, I'm so, gonna yeah. try that this week. I'm gonna try that. You should. Uh, yeah. Apparently, several several lawmakers have come out and said, you know, if you want to do your elbow bumps, that's fine. Uh, but maybe the uh, the Vulcan greeting might be the best. Yeah, because you're still touching somebody with your elbow. You're exactly, exactly. So. And they're saying that like six feet is the minimum distance you want from people. So the minimum. Yeah, is what I've heard. That's why we have everybody crammed in these long lines when they're at the airports trying to get back in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Six feet's a long way, man. I know it is. <laughs> yeah. Social distancing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And our last <sighs> news story comes to us from people.com. And the headline is, Sonequa Martin-Green expecting daughter add another passenger on the green train. So, yeah, uh, there will be another Michael Burnham. Yep. So yep. congratulations to her and her family. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, that's cool. I yeah. saw that, that she was pregnant. That's pretty cool. The only problem I have with this. The only problem I have with this, she posted a picture on her Instagram. They used the picture on uh, PeopleMagazine.com, whatever it is. Her little boy, her current her current son, her oldest son, I guess now. Yeah. He's wearing Star Wars pajamas. <laughs> I mean, I get kids are rebellious, but come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. Yes, they are. So, no, no, <laughs> they, they all look very excited and happy. So yeah, yeah. Congratulations to them. That's I fun. saw that and I'm like, well, okay, I got to point that out. Yeah, yeah. You'd think maybe you'd just change the kid's shirt for the photo. You, know? you would <laughs> Every, think. You everybody's going to see this and, you know, you're just, you just happen to be like a major star of a of a Star Trek series, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he, he's young. He's like five, yeah. so. Yeah. Chewbacca okay. sits wherever he wants on the Enterprise. I get it. Yep, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. You had a lot of news there, man. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, let's see. Moving into feedback. Got... Yes. Hailing frequencies. Open. So, we've got a voicemail to get to from... Uh... Mr. Blake, Bartlett. Yeah, Blake Barnett, not to be confused with Garrett Bart Bart Bartlett. Right. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> so let's play that now. All right. Hi, this is Blake Barnett, not Drake Bartlett. Uh, just a couple of things about the most recent episode of Picard uh, and your review. I wonder if anyone else noticed. Surely somebody did. Uh, my daughter and I recognized the Rikers cabin immediately. Um, it is on the Universal Studios Tour backlot. You can see it on the tram uh, in Hollywood. 
and it is famously uh, the cabin used in The Great Outdoors and many other movies and TV shows. So it was really odd to see that show up in Star Trek. Uh, one other thing, I think the only other time we've seen a two-handed mind meld uh, was in Star Trek VI uh, with the uh, very violent mind meld with Valeris by Spock. Uh, so it was interesting that that mind meld with Agnes was conducted in such a way. Anyway, looking forward to seeing you guys in Vegas. Have a good day. Thanks for the feedback. We appreciate Thanks. it. Absolutely. <laughs> You guys got to make sure you get those uh, calls in, obviously, to the phone number. And I will tell you what uh, that phone number is once I look it up here. 816-287-0448. That is the TrekCast hotline. It just goes straight to voicemail. You don't have to worry about talking to anybody. Again, that's 816-287-0448 to leave your message just like Blake did. And we will play it on the air unless you're just leaving a voicemail that's just profanity laced and means absolutely nothing we'll play it so call in and sing i don't care (laughs) (laughs) well so i did post on the facebook group you know that we were going to be recording and i asked for people's thoughts and comments and uh home corona cures yeah i saw that (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's not tito's by the way (laughs) no no that doesn't work every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, and somebody said prune juice, because of course it's a warrior's drink. Yeah, that was the first comment, actually, was that. So that was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But there were some interesting ones. Uh, let's see. John had a interesting idea that the um, ancient cataclysm that the Romulans are so afraid of repeating might be from the original series, uh, the Rook's Old Ones. Uh, it's right yes. under the Yeah. So that that is an interesting idea that it would be brought back all the way back to the original series. Um, well, they do so many of these little tie-ins, and I'm trying yeah. to load up the, the way that's what I'm doing. But they do so many of these little tie-ins uh, to uh, oh, you're kidding me uh, to the to the original series. I mean, sound effects, music, mm-hmm. um, just little hints and drops of things all over the place. So it fit with what they're already doing to do that. That was a pretty good. That was a pretty good. Uh, if there's a nerd alert, we could put in there somewhere for that to be perfect. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's sure. a hell of a pickup. Yeah. I didn't think about that. And actually, after he said it, I had to think for like a while and then go pull up a reference to it. That Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, I completely forgot. TOS is one of the is the one series that I know I've watched all of it, but I'm sure if I went through and watched all of it again, I would recall maybe a third of it. Yeah, it's the one I'm least familiar with. Yeah. I'm, well, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, well, 
animated series I'm least familiar with because I've never seen it. But <laughs> that doesn't count. Nobody <laughs> no, it doesn't. Count. Nobody yeah. counts that. But um, yeah, I know I've seen it all. It's just it's just not the one that I go back and watch over and over again like I do TNG and like I'm doing right now with Voyager. I think I'm on season five, maybe towards the end of season five of Voyager right now. Yeah. So uh, for like my fourth time of going through it, but um. But yeah, I had to go back and reference that. That was pretty good. It was a good pickup. Yeah, that was that was a good one. So we'll see. Hopefully. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, Brian says to spray Windex on it, meaning the coronavirus. Very so, good. Uh, my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah. Yeah, that's a deep cut right there. Yep. Yeah. Um, Sam says that he thinks the latest episode of Picard was the most Star Trek episode they've done yet. Very dialogue-driven and character development, uh, which a lot of people have been waiting for. Well, from uh, Picard's standpoint, yes, yeah, definitely so. Because, and I think I think it's clear now. You can tell me your thoughts on this, uh, Daniel. But I think it's clear now that they did this on purpose. That when the show started, it was Old Man Logan, very uh-huh. much so. Uh, but they've let his character and dialogue progress again, like he's coming back to himself. Right. I think they did that on purpose, and that's why it felt a little off in the beginning, because they wanted it to feel off in the beginning, and now it feels like a true Picard uh, character because he's come about, you know, as as you would say. So I, well, I think that, they did that, that on purpose. That missing piece is back in his face, apparently, like in the, <laughs> in the show open. <laughs> that was his uh, positronic synapsis uh, coming back together. Uh, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think it's starting to come together. I still kind of think maybe Soji might end up somehow being his daughter as well. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. I just have this I feeling that that's that. going to happen. Yeah. So then it becomes space, my two dads. Um, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I snuck that in there. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah. Um yeah, that's that's all the feedback we have. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Paris wanted to know about the uh, snack madness. Yeah, she seems like she doesn't understand what's going on there, so she's missed something there. You've missed something there, Paris. Uh, yes, yeah. So basically what we're doing is uh, it's a food matchup, uh, just like the NCAA tournament that's not happening anymore. Right, right. It's just different foods uh, competing against each other for your affections. And people get to uh, to vote on them in our in our Trekcast group on Facebook. Yep. So if you want to be part of the next round, next round begins on Tuesday as as we record this. Uh, looks like we've got some pretty tough matchups coming up. So I'm pretty yeah, excited. Yeah, we do. And I, uh, and I think I've been knocked out because my fish and chips didn't make it past the first round. No, no, no. It, it's funny. Yours, mine, and Dan's top foods all got knocked out. Really? Well, oh, man. if I remember right, he he's a big fan of chicken strips. Yeah, and chicken strips lost to chips and guacamole yeah. in a nail biter, twenty-four yeah. to three. Yeah, yeah, it's close. Yeah, um, looks like the big matchup that we're looking at the 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 most uh, anticipated is going to be potato chips versus chips and salsa. <laughs> That's going to be a tough one. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. My my top one was salmon sushi rolls. I I love salmon sushi rolls, but uh oh. It, they're already knocked out, man. I was gonna say all the all the sushi stuff got knocked out, didn't it? Yeah, we don't like fresh foods. No, no, uh, it has to be fried. Everything is. The deeper has, you fry it, the better. Fried is winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So speaking of the brackets, did you get Case uh, or Gentry's uh, bracket, by the way? Because I just pulled up the uh, Chad is wrong email for the first time in about a week because I didn't have access until whatever. Anyway, uh, and it looks like he uh, emailed the brackets in back on the 8th of March. So that was within the time frame. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if I have it. I, I don't all remember all the ones. Yeah, just I did get it. Uh, no, no, no. Send it to me. Sorry, I got a different yeah. email from um, yeah, send it to me. Okay, I'll forward and, it to you right now. Cool. So yeah, so we got some pretty tough bar- uh, brackets. So voting will start again on Tuesday, and there's going to be two matchups a day uh, for the next four days after that, so Tuesday through Friday. And you can vote on your favorite foods. Um, the voting periods are 24 hours to give people a chance to, to look at it. And uh, yeah, it should be exciting. So we start the Sweet 16 uh tuesday cool cool the savory 16 i should say yeah exactly yeah so in the uh emails i got another email from akil he was listening to one of our i guess an older episode where we weren't sure who dr storms played by malcolm mcdowell we figured that out right right, right. but did he he also mentioned that it happens that uh, guess who uh malcolm mcdowell is to another uh star trek alumni in particular, Julian Bashir, Alexander Siddig, Malcolm oh, isn't McDowell he like his is his uncle. uncle? Yeah, so yeah, you do that. I didn't know that. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh. see, I see. I don't get into the you know, right, or wrong, or indifferent when it comes to the actual actors and their lives and their families and who they're connected to and all that. I know very little because I just care about the show. Right, right. <laughs> in fact, the more I know about the actors playing it, the probably the worse. <laughs> right. Well. The only one I care about right now is Tom is uh Tom Hanks because yeah yeah he's our national treasure and he's under he Corona. He is. Yeah. I told you. I think I might have even said it on the last. Uh, no, I don't think I said it on the last. No, I just said it in our texts. Uh, as it happened that week before uh, we found out about uh, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson both having come down with it, uh, I was watching uh, Splash with the girls. Uh, watching oh yeah, 80s, yeah, yeah. Did I tell you guys that. You told so I don't me. know if I said it. I don't think I said it on the show, but um. Yeah. Anyway, I watched Splash with the girls, which was hysterical. Mm-hmm. And uh, halfway through, Bella, my 12-year-old, looks at me and goes, that guy sounds like Woody. <laughs> That's because he is, honey. Exactly. <laughs> what? No way. What? He looks too young. Yeah, well, this movie was made in the 80s, babe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so... <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, well, Tom Cruise, or Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks says that he's doing much better and Good. he's still in isolation, so yay. <laughs> I don't think I have any other uh, any other feedbacks here. Um, they canceled Planet Comic Con here in town, so my press pass is still valid if they ever if they if they put it back up uh, later this year. But uh, as of right now, Planet Comic Con in Kansas City is canceled, along with just about everything. Else. Yeah, I was going to go to Emerald City in Seattle. Yeah, uh, Emerald City Comic Con, and that got canceled too. So, uh, yeah. I they never emailed me my or I been confirmed for press passes but i didn't get them yeah. um so i guess i'll get them they're supposed to be redoing it in august oh that'd we'll be see. good yeah hopefully not like around stlv time <laughs> um it's like mid mid august uh you have a busy month then yeah so. yeah a lot of traveling yep so and Let's stlv to- is still on as far as we know and i can't imagine that that far out we would still have if we still have this problem that far out then uh Oh, we're yeah, we're all living we're in caves at that point. We're screwed. Uh, it's yeah. the end of the world as we know it. Oh yeah. 
I feel fine. Anyway, um, so well, technically WrestleMania is still going on. They haven't canceled that yet, and that's in like in two and a half weeks. Jeez, they will no, cancel. No audience or, though. <laughs> well, they, so yeah, because I'm a giant wrestling fan. Uh, they did their SmackDown show on Friday live uh, from their training center. No audience, and that was the weirdest thing to watch. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, because it it was rehearsal. Yeah, I don't know how you can play in any sports. I don't know how you could have a. That's why they ended up canceling. Because really, honestly, I mean, if you're if you're out there to play and compete in yeah. basketball or baseball or anything else, and there's no crowd, talk about sucking the energy out of it. You're just out there practicing at that point, and it's just uh, that's hard. I mean, well, see, sports I can see because like at least it's a game, and you get in, you might get into the game, you know, as yeah. an as an athlete. But like wrestling, it's so crowd based, and yeah, I mean Hulk Hogan putting his hand in the ear, like, what do you do? Yeah, I'll watch somebody do that. <laughs> Crickets. Yeah, yeah. Well, they kind of <laughs> did that a couple times, like just by habit. Yeah, and habit. they were just like, oh, oh yeah, keep oh, going. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Wait, yeah. hold on. Now I'm here all alone in my pajamas. <laughs> yeah, and so I guess they're gonna do the Monday Night Raw that way too. Oh geez. So like, okay. Strange times, man. This is it one is, of those it, things you're never going to forget, you know, just like 9-11 and the, the market crash in 2008 and Y2K. I mean, you know, the dot-com bust. I mean, just there's it's just a uh, man. This is another one of those things that's going to be right up there within your memory. It's always seared in your mind, you know, that time when you had to work from home for a month and a half. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is you're used to, but I'm used I've to done it, before yeah. as well. well my world, humanity. Yeah, exactly. I'm used to it as well from the from in the past. I took five years worked from home, um, but uh, I barely ever left my house. No, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that was a different era, though. Um, yeah. You know, that was 2010 to 2015, a little bit different time compared to now. But but uh, man, I'm very used to being on the road. I'm very used to traveling around and doing things and mm-hmm. meeting customers and walking into places. And that's, uh, I don't know, it's going to be a difficult thing over the next few months. Yeah, it'll be weird. It will be weird. So, so make sure you hoard all your toilet paper and, uh, and get yeah, what boots. is What is with that? I mean, hey, we're all going to get, we're all going to get the colds, uh, get the toilet paper. So does that mean like if uh, some other virus goes around where we get itchy rashes, we should all get the nasal spray off the shelf? I mean, what? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I mean, supply chains are not being affected right now. It's like, we're fine. You don't need to hoard the toilet paper. No, I don't understand that. And then for people who actually like need it and like, I guess that's why we all shake with our right hands and not our left. (laughs) I don't, yeah, whatever. Anyway. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. All right, ready well, to get, get on to the topic? Let's get to the topic. <laughs> You're like, I'm done. <laughs> Stop. Let's make well, something. I, and, and I watched the Will Wheaton show for a reason. So. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that show for a reason, so we could talk about it, Chad. And I get to it. <laughs> That's right. That thing is a nightmare to watch. No, oh my so goodness. I'm. Uh, no, nah, I imagine by now it's probably got some legs, but um, yeah. I still. I did. I did not have. I thought about it this this uh, episode to watch, but uh, I just haven't yeah. had time. Things are crazy. So. Okay, let's get into the topic. It is, of course, talking about the latest uh, Picard episode, "Broken Pieces." 
mm-hmm. which actually, uh, as it turns out, uh, references a lot of different things. The, the broken pieces that is uh, Soji at this point, the broken pieces of, of her life and the nest and her friends or family and or uh, sisters and brothers uh, that are all synths like her, mm-hmm. as well as, and this was kind of an interesting little twist and I didn't see it coming, um, Rios and his broken uh, brokenness, basically, um, and the broken pieces that that are been fragmented out to all of his holograms. So that was a good bag or big good bag or ugly. Uh, that was an interesting take. Uh, see, and I, I took broken pieces to mean like the way they wrote this storyline. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true too. I mean, there, there yeah. are, this is this is another good episode, but. This was the most disjointed of the recent good episodes from the standpoint of there are some really high highs as yeah. in Picard's several speeches and all of his one-on-ones he's doing. It's Picard at his finest mm-hmm. to some really low lows, which would be uh, Raffi's game of Where's Waldo when she's trying to oh. find Reeves. Uh, I felt so out of place. It was it was so It was re- like a completely different show. It was so weird. It was like she wants to go around and gossip. That's what it was. And what is with the uh, emergency hospitality uh, holograms need to constantly lean into people? Yeah, he's my favorite one. He's 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 the uh, my <laughs> favorite the pilot, but if I was going, oh yeah, the someone, pilot seems pretty cool too. Someone asked that in the feedback part, yeah. uh, Post, by the way, if you're going to hang out with which one of Rios's holograms would you hang out with? And my answer is the pilot. See, uh, I would go to the hospitality because, be yeah, there you go. <laughs> See, the hospitality, I think, could get me my JLH. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I got my priorities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Another good episode, though, just a little disjointed. So, yeah, and it opens up. I mean, it answers a lot of questions. I think the whole plot has finally come. to. It's weird that this is episode eight and we have two episodes left, which means this is kind of the climax, basically, because the whole plot now comes together and all the little background details that we we're missing are finally filled in, except for one thing, which is what's going on on this planet. Right. right. It's the only thing that's really left unsaid at this point, which they could right. throw in a whole bunch of things once you get there, because every episode answers questions, but also begs the, the more. Right. That's. The oh, yeah. Point. It's going to end with a cliffhanger. It that's is why. probably yeah. is going to end with a cliffhanger. But it was very interesting how they opened this episode. They always open them where it's in the past, whether it's 14 years in the past, three months in the past, whatever. Three days in the past. Mm-hmm. I forget how far back it was when they did the. Uh, Agnes, thing, Doctor. Everything's no, fourteen Agnes years thing, ago. Doctor. Yeah, but the oh, thing yeah. with Agnes, Doctor O, was three weeks ago or something like that. Something so, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but no. Uh, it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Admonition. That's what it's called. And we find out that the secret conclave of eight is not people, but it's eight planets in a special configuration. Basically, there to like some sort of beacon. Yeah, I mean, that's what it seems like. They were purposely positioned like that um, to to, to be a warning or a sign that, hey, you know, this is not normal. And you should notice that this is not normal, uh, which, you know, anything, the the universe is infinite. So anything could wind up being normal. But at the same time, it would be out of place. So there's one planet there that's obviously habitable. So that's even a bigger dead giveaway that this thing's artificial. Mm -hmm. But their little ring and their pool on there is very Discovery-esque. Yeah. It really is. But I think this lays to bed um, the whole notion that this is control all over again. This has nothing that this doesn't feel like this has anything to do with control. Oh, I would beg to differ. I think think it absolutely confirms its control. Um, Yeah, I mean, those flashbacks are control, what what control showed. Um, Also control. Control uh, learned about the uh, the Red Angel and sending signals back in time. I think that could be Control picked up that idea and said, oh, well, we'll just do this too. And sending signals back through time as well. Yeah. So. I think it's something separate, but uh, they're leaving it up to your imagination at this point. They're not giving yeah. definitives one way or the other. But No, they're giving you just enough that your either answer is right right now. Correct. Either answer is yeah. correct. So no one is wrong at that point. But um, yeah. but it is interesting that we see Nerissa there with Ramda, and mm-hmm. now we know, and Ramda's her aunt, her aunt, mm-hmm. her auntie, as she says, um, which is a really cute little scene when she's in the uh, hospital ward or whatever with uh, Ramda. Yeah. Gives her a very uh, uh, human side to her, even though she's she's definitely turns full baddie in this episode. For sure. Um, so with that said, though, uh, it's interesting that. The reason that when the when the Borg cube tried to assimilate the Jat Vash cruiser that Ramda was on, that is what shut down the cube was Ramda's insanity. Yeah, that was a nice little twist. I liked how they did that, uh, and it also a, it plays gave a reason, the, which is good. Exactly, it plays into a very real reason as to why um, the Romulans had a hard time getting assimilated. It drove them all mad, mm-hmm. and it shut down the cube basically because. She barely survived touching on to that uh, ring of death on the mm-hmm. on Aya. The planet's called Aya, A-I-A. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, I don't know. I thought they did a really well job of kind of bringing that around full circle and giving some depth and some background to it. Uh, and they had, a, of course, a flash in that vision is of Data. Mm-hmm. There's a flash of Data's face in that, as well as uh, a very iconic graphic that's used in almost every depiction of time moving fast, which is a, a fox uh, degrading. And it's a creepy, if you go back and watch it, it's in there. There's a yeah. flash up. That's in almost every time, anytime anybody uses a time lapse of some kind and, and clips like that with uh, things degrading over time, they yeah. always use that same fox getting eaten alive by whatever by bugs, first, yeah. bugs and everything else. Real creepy. Yeah. Um, but it's very short. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's a horror, it's a horror movie thing, but um. But no, they did a nice job of that, um, that whole thing, that whole setup. So interesting back background to it. So, and of course, they're trying to prevent the second coming. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this happened once before, and the way that their minds are interpreting it is, is going to happen again. Therefore, they must snuff out all synthetic life. 
And of course, later in the episode, John Luke just totally trashes that idea. <laughs> right. So, as he should. Yeah. As he should. Um, you know, I think I think that there's brainwashing going on with that. I think that the reason why so many people are are when they, when they do when they survive it, when they're able to survive it, it's because they've been brainwashed in some way, shape, or form, and that's yeah, why they're that's so fanatical. And they're so fanatical about it. Um, yeah. So I, I I think that in some ways they don't have control completely over themselves anymore once they've survived that. Otherwise, they've killed themselves. Bashing their oh. heads in with rocks and jeez, oh, yeah. that was that was pretty bloody. That was pretty violent. But yeah, uh, yeah, ripping their hair out. Yeah, and Agnes even re- alludes to that later in the episode when she's talking to Picard after she wakes up from her coma, um, or whatever it was. Um, that she feels like there's a, there's a psychic block put on her to make her not really think about it too much. Yeah. Therefore, she wouldn't go crazy. Right. So Commander O did that on purpose, um, which it's going around all over the place. The Commander O is a Romulan. She's not a Romulan. She's Vulcan slash Romulan. She's half and half. Mm-hmm. Uh, that They even say that. She's sweet and sour. That's right. She's sweet and sour. She's yin and yang. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's both. She's superposition. Right. Both up and down at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which is why she's able to kind of give a little emotion to her speech there at the ring, but at the same time be Vulcan. So, right. Anyway, uh, but everybody's saying, oh, yeah, she's Romulan. No, no, she's not. So she's both. Yeah. She's both. So um, and of course, this is the big myth, the big Zabosh secret. We now know what it is. Mm. And it takes the whole episode of Rafi playing Doctor Who and uh, uh, find yeah. Waldo. Um, where's Waldo when she's looking for Rios, which is the dumbest thing ever, because it's clear who you're talking to. <laughs> Come on. That right. was so bad. That was so bad. But anyway, mm. um, it is what it is. So, yeah. okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, and then of course uh, Eleanor still in the cube, which was great. That scene mm-hmm. with uh, Seven of Nine coming in and and helping him out. Um, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Uh, I loved what they did with Seven. I'm not sure. I would call her a Borg queen at this point or a mini Borg queen, but I guess she was for a split second there until she disconnected. Yeah. So, um, you know, um, but it was still cool. Yeah. They're really leaning into it on the Will Wheaton show. They, they, they called her a Borg queen. Did they? Okay. Well, all right. Fair enough then. Yeah. Fair enough. So it was neat how that whole thing played out. Um, so pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, one of the things that so on the Will Wheaton show, they talked about that that whole situation too, and uh, one of the things they mentioned was that when she was connected to all the Borg and they got shot out into space, yeah, that not only did she emotionally react to that, but she physically felt that because they were all connected. Yeah, and so for her, it was extremely painful. I'm sure. I'm sure. And yeah. of course, everybody talking about, hey, if, if they're all dead now, just because they got sucked down in space, explain this. And they're showing pictures of the Borg climbing all over the outside of uh, right. the Enterprise and first contact. And they're putting up a thing over the, the uh, deflector dish. Well, there's a big difference between being out in space and walking around and being stuck to the ship and doing whatever you're doing and being sucked out into space and not able to grab a hold of anything. They're not dead instantly. But they're going to die pretty quickly because they can't get back in. <laughs> so well, and, and my thought was when they're walking around on the Enterprise in, in, in the movies, they're still 
they're prepared for that, you know, they, they've yeah. got their shields up and everything. Whereas with this, they were just waking up out of their chambers. If right. that right. were still in their chambers. So they weren't prepared. No. Weren't, yeah. So that's a good point. Yeah. And I would say that that was probably the first time I've ever seen Borg die and felt sorry for him. <laughs> yeah. So I was kind of like, ah, well, they, shit. They, they've really done a good job of showing that other side of them. Yeah. They really have. They really yeah. have the XBs and all of that. So yeah. they could have all been saved, but in some way, shape, or form. But uh, that still brings back the whole, you know, they didn't need to kill Hugh, but whatever. Or they could have given Hugh a little bit better death instead of what they did. But anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see if his death actually mattered because that's what they kept saying on the Will Wheaton show. And, and Yeah. Well, maybe it does to the standpoint of, you know, obviously in the next episode, we're going to see Picard and crew at the planet, at yeah. Soji's planet. But at the same time, we haven't seen... Um, Seven of Nine and Elnor leave the cube yet. Right. Now, obviously, uh, even though a lot of those Borg get sucked out into space, uh, Seven still has control over some of them. Uh, and it sure looks like, uh, hey, look at that. Oh, snap. Join. Guys, we're getting a run-in, is what they call it in wrestling. Yeah. Uh, how do I do that? Uh, I don't know. I just, hit, I just hit join. I don't see him coming up yet. Here, I'm just going to do it this way where I go plus and I go look for Dan. Yeah. And I go add. There, I just added him. It's calling Dan Lombardo. Nice. We'll see if he gets in that way. Yeah, we'll see. Give him a second here and then uh, we can continue our commentary. Oh, it says he's joined. Hello, hello. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Back from Space Force Medical. Yeah, just just for a minute. Just yeah, that's right. okay, man. Glad you're here. Glad you could drop in. It feels dry yeah. without you, buddy. It's not the same. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. And no one knows what off. you look like without the uh, sunglasses and, and skull cap. Yeah. <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is the one, the only, the majestic Dan Lombardo. Shiny coat and all. <laughs> I cut myself shaving. I don't know if you could see it. Yeah, I can see oh, that. Oh, yeah, look at that. Bug bites, actually. It looks like that's where the nanoprobes got stuck in there yeah, to assimilate you. Me. Yeah. Reassimilated the cube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were, we were just talking about uh, the Borg getting sucked out into space. Is about the only time I've ever uh, felt sorry for the Borg. <laughs> I know. I, it's the same thing. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, I hope the Borg are okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're chill, literally. You know, yeah, maybe, you know what, maybe. Though, in the... I think, I think they did that on purpose because those were the Borg. Those weren't the XBs. No, right. Those were the Borgs that that uh, hadn't been uh, XB'd yet. Right, right, right. The XBs are still on that ship, so I think she and the XBs are gonna uh, swoop in and save the day at some point. Probably. And, uh, well, she has control over the XBs too while she's connected, obviously, because that's how she goes after Narissa. I mean, those XBs were acting in unison. They were not acting yeah. on their own. So they yeah, they right. were under her influence somehow, shape, or form. Yeah. So yeah, that was interesting how they did that. Yeah. So um, I love the Rikers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. I love the Rikers. Did we? Was that this week's episode or was that, that last? Was last week? Week? That was last week. That was last that week. Was last, I'm so I'm so lost. That's okay. 
<laughs> this week's was a lot of talking about Rios and all his multiple personalities. That yeah, we, we called yeah. it uh, Raffy's game of Where's Waldo. <laughs> I'm I'm so lost because every day after work, I'd, I'd watch a little bit of television and just zonk out. So yeah, yeah. I watched the latest episode, but it, it took like three nights to do it. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, um, yeah Riker, I thought Riker, uh, I know that was last week's episode, but I don't care. Yeah. I thought Jonathan Frakes jumped right back into that role perfectly. Mm-hmm. When yeah, beautifully. Spoke. Every time he spoke, I heard I heard William Riker. Yeah, uh, I'm just glad. I know this is new Star Trek, and they, you know, they use words that we didn't use on old Star Trek. I'm just glad he said "ass deep in Romulans" and not ball, <laughs> and not balls deep. Because <laughs> that would have been too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been that was much. that was great though when he said shields up, <laughs> red alert shields I up. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know. He, you know, he puts his house on red alert. That's awesome. Did <laughs> uh, did we pick up in that episode when we were talking about it that that house that they filmed that on is actually on? Uh, it's a, it's a house that's been used in several television series and it's on a lot out there at Paramount. In, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I forget was, what other shows it's been on, but someone oh, yeah. mentioned that, but I forget which one it was now. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. been on several. So, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. there's a, It's it's not really in the wilderness. There's like a Dollar General right across the street. Exactly. Probably. Yeah, and there's some homeless <laughs> people there because it's California. Yeah. Well, if no. it's a studio lot, there's probably literally a general on the other side, and <laughs> yeah. who knows what else. The tower in the background had to get wiped out in CGI. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> All right. For well, sure. I told my wife. I told my wife five minutes. So. Okay. Okay. I just do the pop on and uh yeah no glad you did yeah that's awesome you know, i'm thinking about you guys i'm thinking about our listeners and, you know can't wait to be back i'm only i'm home but i'm only home for a day i gotta go back tomorrow morning yep so, but stay safe right, guys see you man see ya that's well, that nice. nice yeah yeah that's awesome yeah. to have him pop on that's cool, that's cool. yeah yeah glad that's he's been nice. able to do that last two shows because it's not the same without it's you, buddy. It's not the same without him. Yeah. And everybody yeah. listening to the three of us just then, now that it's just the two of us again, will really get a bro, stark bro, reminder bro. that it's not the same. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of uh, uh, the Where's Waldo thing with Raffi and finding uh, all these different Rios and talking to all the different ones, we get to see the engineering hologram again. Uh, or maybe have we ever seen the engineering hologram? I don't yeah, really recall. Yeah. yeah. But he's, he's got a. Thick Irish accent, yeah, just Scottish. like uh, Scottish. Yeah, Scottish. Yeah. I mean, just like uh, just like Scotty. So yeah. that was a nice little throwback. Yeah, they did a good job of that. Like Jacques Cousteau, though. Yeah, he had to have the, had to have the beaner on, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So. Or the toque, if you're Canadian. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, getting back to my notes here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved how when when. Picard comes back onto the ship with Soji. Uh, this is right at the beginning again, but he comes back onto the ship with Soji, and Raffi just instantly gets up in his stuff. <laughs> yeah. And Picard's like, I'm sorry for her being so rude. <laughs> but, I mean, she's just totally... I, you know, I've, want, I've wanted to say that maybe it's her lines, maybe it's the situation she's being put in, but this is just another episode where it's like, can Michelle Hurd act? And it's really obvious when it's put against... Santiago, uh, was it Santiago Cristobal is his name? Yeah. When it's put up against his acting of all the different holograms, holy crap, that man can He's act. good, yeah. He's really good. Yeah. I mean, every single one of those holograms, that is a totally distinct, different character, and he pulls it off. It's so believable. Um, yeah. 
that dude can act. I would really be remiss if he's not in next season. I, so, I would love to see him in other stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. dude's good. The dude's real yeah, good. good. So, yeah. I feel like he's got the making to be like a like a minor action star. Like, if he was, I don't know, in some sort of reboot of Jason Bourne or something like that. I yeah. think he'd be really good at that. But well, yeah, because just from his character standpoints and the accents he can do, yeah, uh, that would be great for like an undercover agent, like that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah. that's a good idea, actually. That's pretty good. Yeah. Although I'd rather just see him stick with Trek because I want to see him in that. Well, he's, for sure. But I mean, if he's going to branch out, yeah, going to branch. Well, all of them do eventually. Yeah. Somehow try, right? Except, Except for, for Will Wheaton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or or a uh, Worf. You know, all he wants yeah. to be is Worf. Michael Dorn just wants to be Worf, Captain Worf. And he got his wish somehow, oddly enough, that he's captain of the Enterprise. I don't know. In a book. In a book, yeah. So whatever. But <laughs> poor guy. I know, I know. I like Michael Dorn. It's just kind of funny. Yeah. And and again, I think Raffi in this episode's crazy. Um But John Luke is trying his hardest to defend Agnes, uh, even if the evidence is pointing against her until she wakes up. And he does. I don't think he honestly believes himself that she killed Maddox until she wakes up. And he tells her we're on our way to deep space 12, which is a cool yeah. name and reference. Um, we're on our way to deep space 12 and you will turn yourself over to the authorities. Uh, that was a very Picard little speech there. And she just right. agrees with him. And he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Still that, I, that, that's like, totally what I thought too. Yeah. Yeah. He, he really didn't believe it, and he felt like, well, I'll just confront her with it, and if she agrees, then, then she'll and she'll deny it, and then we'll know what to do next because Raffi's right. crazy. Even he thinks Raffi's crazy. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally got that vibe too. Like he wasn't sure, but he was just gonna play like he was just to get her, get the truth. And yeah, yeah, and he got the truth. He did. He did. He got it quick. Uh, another one of those great scenes, that whole dialogue between him and Agnes, the dialogue between him and Soji on, on their own, and the dialogue between him and Rios on his own uh, was pretty was pretty good. And of course, when, you know, the minute, obviously the thing with, with Rafi happens after this, but the minute they beam him into the ship, now we find out that Rios has some sort of back history with Soji, or quote-unquote, her sister. That's Shana. what happened. Yeah, that's what happened to his captain. Um, that's a tragic backstory. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't quite understand. If you're a captain of, of a ship and you're out in the middle of nowhere and Commodore O calls you and tells you you have to kill them both immediately, you don't question that, black flag or not. I mean, I've never heard the term black flag, I don't think, in, in Trek before. But yeah, but uh, they just made that up. Um well, we'd never heard of the Omega Particle, and they did that in Voyager, so whatever. True, true. Yeah. So, whatever it is. But um, when you said Omega Particle, I instantly thought of Galaxy Quest. There you go. <laughs> so, but um, but no, it was a very interesting backstory, and just tragic as all hell. Uh, just, just awful. And that really affected Rios. The death of his captain, the death of those two. Um you know, it just really, it really affected him. And when she, when he saw her again, basically a twin, uh, he kind of lost it there for a moment. Well, yeah. more than, almost the entire episode, really. It kind of comes back around full circle by the end. But yeah, and I think they played that out a little too long. That's part of the things that that's part of this this episode that's really disjointed. Rafi's little confused, whatever she's doing, and the Rios uh, 
backstory. It got drug out a little too long for my Yeah, taste. it dragged out a little too long. That was the part of this episode that was disjointed. Everything else about it was was perfect. The scenes with Seven and Elnor, the scenes where John Luke is doing his one-on-ones, those are all great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why this one's kind of just a mixed bag, even though it's a great yeah. episode, mixed bag. But um, And there's still more references that they throw in uh, as Raffi's going through and interrogating all the different... Uh, holograms uh one of them says i still can't remember the recipe for uridian tea (laughs) which was pretty good which is pretty good that was a nice little reference uh back to Worf and his father um so anyhow uh what else do we have in here yeah the we are bored that was great yeah that is cool and they're gonna go through a transwarp conduit to get to the planet that's pretty cool that's pretty cool so Picard talks about being on the Reliant when he was an ensign. Didn't like because Voyager did that too. Like they went through that transwarp conduit. Um, didn't they have to like upgrade their shields and like hull and like there was a lot of shit they had to do before they just went through it. Right, and that's why uh, Rios does his little song and dance to turn off everything to get her out of the way because she doesn't know any of that. She's just going to take him right through without any thought. That's right. what I noticed. You, did you reinforce the whole? Did you put? He said something about a chronoton field. Oh yeah, that's right. Some so shielding, yeah. Yeah. So you did you do this? Did you do this? Look, we want to help you, but we have to do certain things. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. you could easily kill all of them instantly. Right. You know, and then destroy yourself as she flies through the thing without doing any of the reinforcements. Right. But, but uh, then she's no good to anybody. Then she's no good to anybody. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. all right. So. Is there any other little, that's, I mean, that's not the majority of my notes. We kind of went all over the place, so I don't know where I am. I'm going to yeah, stop yeah, looking yeah. at it. So let me get my Will Newton notes here. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, so Jonathan, they interviewed Jonathan Del Arco and Jerry Ryan at the same time. So that yeah. was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, some of the side little tidbits. Uh, Jonathan Del Arco said that he was not told of Hughes' overall arc in the beginning when he was first pitched the show. Oh man. He was just kind of told he was coming back. He went in. Okay. You know, Surprise. Uh, yeah. He also went on to say that, um, he didn't know about the death until later, like as, as the series was being shot, but that the first scripts he read of Hugh, uh, he interpreted as Hugh was going to be a bad guy. He, really? Cause he was working with the Romulans. Uh, like, well, yeah. So he wasn't sure. Um, eventually, they gave him clarity, but yeah, the first few times he was like, "Did I turn evil? What happened here?" Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, this is my favorite question that was straight up asked by Will Wheaton. <laughs> so basically, he he asked both of them. He's like, "So your characters." are very different than the last time we saw them. Is it weird? Like, basically, he was basically saying, um, is it weird that that they were so different for you? And and that... Did they ever come to you and say, hey, what do you think your character would be saying at this point? What do you think your character... How would your character react? Because, you know, they as the actors know the characters better than the current team that wrote them. Because it's right. a completely different team that wrote them than originally created the characters. Right. And, and uh, both Jerry Wright and Jonathan Del Arco were like, yeah, they didn't ask us anything. They just kind of did it. 
and it was up to us to kind of figure out the voice and figure out how to portray that. So that's interesting. Like, because one of well, the big I... things, huh? Go ahead. No, sorry. Well, because one of the big selling points of this is like, oh, Patrick Stewart was on board from day one, and we we worked with him in the writers room, and we really wanted his input. And every one of these little like producers yeah. side chats talks about like, oh, we really listen to the fans, and we really listen to Patrick Stewart. But then if you're going to bring back other people and, and, and same thing, like, why not ask them as well? Why not? I mean, you may not, you don't have to take the actor's ideas, but at least get their input, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. It, it is a good point. They do know the characters better than than the show writers, clearly. I, I recall Jerry Ryan in an interview very early on as they were starting to shoot saying that um, she was really nervous about trying to figure out her voice because this character she was reading was very different than the one she left. Yeah. She was very worried about finding her voice. And that leads credence to what she just said there, that that's uh they kind of were left up to their own yeah. to find their own way with it, which, uh, which makes sense from the standpoint of, yeah, they're on the show, but they're, they're minor characters as much as I hate to say that about seven of nine. She's a minor character so far as she's doing big things in the few scenes she gets, but she's not in every scene. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's not like it's a, I don't know, major character in one episode, major, major uh, happenings in this episode, but still a minor character. So, yeah, uh, I just got the email from Disney. Uh, Frozen 2 is online. Oh, cool. So there you go. Yeah. Well, I'll have to watch that with the kids. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, looks like my flight is canceled tonight. That's the. Oh, jeez, really? Yeah. So. Flight's canceled, wow. but that doesn't mean I don't go. I just have to drive. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah, I'm going to Elgin, uh, just outside of Chicago. So, how long of a drive is that? Uh, about eight, eight hours, a little over eight hours. That's not bad. Ten. Yeah, I've done worse. So in one day, so that's not too bad. But yeah. it sounds like too, because of the whole whatever, I don't necessarily have to leave today. I can just leave early tomorrow morning and get there on a Monday and. And then come back on a Friday kind of thing. Oh, so, well, that's not so bad. It's no, not it's bad. not so bad. That way it's not a Sunday to Friday. It was initially going to be Sunday to Friday. But anyway. Okay. So. All right. So, yeah. So that, that was all from the Will Wheaton show. Um, okay. First time they did not announce who they're going to be interviewing for the next episode. So. Oh, really? Yeah. We'll see. Somebody dies. It's either that or I'm thinking of a producer. Because it's the last two no episodes. One cares. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, um, well, we'll see. I mean, the speculation for the next episode is really hard to come by because it's only like a 30 second trailer. Did they show more in the Will Wheaton show than just the one that was directly after the episode? Yeah, but I, I don't even remember what they showed. Like, it was so benign. It kind of looked like space flowers were going to suck, uh, uh, you know, uh, grab onto the ship when all power went out. That's yeah, what they, yeah. But then they show them like crashing, no, no power. So I don't understand what's going on there, but, uh, Anyway, I don't know. And the other thing that's weird to me is they're saying that this uh, season finale is a two-parter. Aren't they all like part of one big story? Like, how is it a two-parter? Okay, so does that mean the next two episodes are part one and part two of this of the same thing, or does that yeah. mean that the next one's whatever, and the one after that is a part one and part two? I understood it as the episode nine and ten are part one and part two of one episode. Okay. So that means that they're going to leave us, they, they leave you, they leave you hanging every episode really because right. what happens next. Right. But obviously right. they're going to have a bigger cliffhanger between the two. Yeah. That means there'll probably be slower shows. 
Well, it's the end. It's, yeah. These are the last few episodes, so. Yep, yep. Man, that went quick, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, when we've reviewed uh, Discovery in the past week to week, it, after a while, it just felt like a slog. I mean, <laughs> it was like, when is this thing going to be done? When are they going to wrap it up? I'm tired of hearing about the Red Angel or I'm tired of whatever. But uh, <laughs> but this this here, I mean, I want more. Uh, two more episodes, not enough. That, that was too fast. But I think, too, like this part of what has made this great is honestly our, our Facebook group is so much more active with this one. Oh, yeah, definitely. So definitely. much more than they were with Discovery. So there's a lot more going on with that. So I think that helps. It's yeah. a bigger audience over there on the Facebook group, too. If you're not a part of that, you need to get over mm-hmm. there and just do a search for TrekCast. Find it. Um, it's a great group. Well over 2,400 at this point and growing every week. So Yeah. And when yeah, we get through Instagram with all these... And the Twitter, yeah, they're yep, all growing. Yep. yep, they're all growing, uh, which I don't have Twitter on my phone. So that'll oh, be interesting. Yeah. I'll just have to log in and do it on, on the web version. I can't, I don't, I'm not going to have it on my phone, yeah. which is weird because I have TikTok on my phone, but not Twitter. Oh, weird. And yeah, there's a, anyway, it's, it's a large company, so it's big brother to death. And there's certain things that it's letting me install and certain things it's not. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. weird. Everything doesn't really go through the app store. It goes through their app thing on it. And it's just yeah. a strange, strange thing. What's there, what's not. Maybe I'm just missing it. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. You would think they would allow me to get Twitter on there. Anyway, I'll figure that uh, out. Yeah. But, oh, and, and because of the switch from one phone to the other and not even really having my own personal phone, uh, the TikTok thing is totally reset now. I can't get into the old account. So, <laughs> so it's no longer at TrekCast TNG. It's just at TrekCast, like it should have been from the beginning. Right. So, but anyway, uh, and now I've, I've kind of back ended uh, all the login stuff for that. So I won't lose that one again. So, oh, good. anyway. Good. Anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, that's—I mean—that's all I had for for the episode as far as yeah, wheat and stuff. So, I want to say a quick uh, shout out and thank you to uh, Case Gentry, Gentry, yeah. Gentry uh, Hogan, and that's—it's not Hogan. It's—I get that wrong sometimes. I keep saying Hogan. I don't know why, but it's yeah, it's Case and it's Gentry, but then the last name is is is. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, he made a pretty large donation to us in the coffee account. Yeah. Uh, about a week or so ago, and it's big enough to. Well, it's, it wasn't really a, a monetary donation. It was a gift of coffee gold for the next for two, two years. years. That's a chunk of change, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not aware yeah. of that. That's, coffee gold is so much month, so much a month. So much, you know, it's, it was six, seven, eight, nine bucks a month. Right. Uh, he paid for two years for TrekCast, and uh, that's, that's phenomenal. That allows us to do some neat, some new, and some unique things. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only... Content. Yeah, premium content for those that support the show that's on Coffee's website as opposed to somewhere else, mm-hmm. uh, which right now, you know, we've got some premium content that's on the website, um, and I have not been able to put much more on there lately just simply because of work change and life and right. too much corona. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but I'll get back to that as well. So it does a lot of things for us. You'll see some of those changes coming up uh, in the short term. And, and in the long term, we'll continue to grow it. So thank you again yeah. for that case. That's a huge gift. We really appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. All those others who have been donating over there on the coffee account, that's wonderful. We really appreciate that. Obviously, that money is going to go towards improving the show, some things we're going to need at STLV and all that. So keep those donations coming. We really appreciate it, guys. Guys and gals. I'm planning to do some premium content. Uh, hopefully, if, if things go right, I'll be recording it soon. Uh, so stand by for those announcements when that comes out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it should be fun. Yep. It'll be cool. Yeah. 
All right. I guess that's it. Another that's great it, man. In the can. <laughs> yeah. When, when there's less of us, the show goes quicker. It's weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, come back next week. Hopefully, uh, Dan will be back. Yep. Uh, but, you know, right now, these are trying times, and Space Force Medical needs him. Yep. So, yeah. Well, there you have it. Another episode in the can. Check us out at trekcast.com. Also, if you would, please subscribe to us via iTunes. Leave those reviews. Subscribe to us. We'll get some numbers. Get up the list. Get more listeners. Do more shows. Have more fun. But for now, we're all done. So live long and prosper, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>